Hello, folks. Episode 82 of Follow Up Club Podcast. Aaron Ray here. Um, tuning in once again. How are you? And uh, we hope you're all doing well and uh, you get some really good uh, running time in. Great time here to do it. Well, it's been nice. Got some nice, uh, you know, different beautiful colored leaves out there. So uh, for pretty runs and stuff, you notice it every day I go out there, it's a little lovely. more color. It's lovely, man. I, I'm really enjoying yeah. the fall weather. Um, re- I think, remember, you see these things happening and you anticipate them. I always anticipate the beautiful colors and stuff going out there and just running some great fall weather. Slow down once in a while, folks, and really take it in. Breathe, look around, because it goes by ever so quickly, and then the leaves are all gone, and the season's moving on, and it's cold, so take some time to, you know, yeah, like smell it. the roses, or see the leaves, smell the leaves, you know, take some time. Yeah, get down on the ground, smell those leaves. Get, get down, yeah. roll, roll in a pile of leaves, when I, you're in yeah. mid-run. Highly recommended. <laughs> so I do it on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that time of year, yeah. and... It is my favorite season to run. Yes. But like you said, it goes by so quick. It's ever so And then it's the quick. worst season to run, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Some winter. people really like the winter, but, you know, there's just so much more to have to contend with. And we do it, and we gear up, and we go out, and we are troopers. Runners are troopers. And some people go in and, you know, bring the treadmills and stuff, and that's not easy. But, you know, enjoy this. Enjoy this season, you know what I mean? And just take it in, you know? Yeah, and I thought, because when I run in the fall, I mix up my, like, running locations a lot. Like, uh, I've been doing a little bit more trail running. Yes. And it got me thinking about, like, different types of footwear to make your different runs more comfortable and more successful. Yeah. Yep. So I think that would be a fun topic to talk about. It's a great topic. Too. So we're going to talk about shoes mm-hmm. in different situations. Right. right. Exactly. Because yeah. there's different uh, aspects or characteristics that you can look for in a certain shoe if right. you're trying to accomplish a certain goal. Right. So, for instance, if you're going out in the woods to do some trail running, you probably don't want to have a, sprinter, a pair of sprinter spikes on. Correct. Yeah. You're going to have a tough experience there. It's not going to be comfy. Nope. You're probably falling all over the place. You're going to hurt your feet. You're probably falling all over the place. And, you know, so you want to match up your running shoes to the situation. Right. Right? To the terrain. Yep. Uh, what are your needs on that particular day? So are you going long, going short? So that's a great topic. Yeah. So, but before we get into that. Yes, we will get into that. How was your week of running? It was good. Yeah? Yes. Um, can't complain. I got six days in. That's what I wanted to do. Lately, I've been trying to do that. Get six days in, have one day where I know I'm going to take off, Mm -hmm. um, or have the option to take one off if if need be. And it was good. Yeah. Awesome, man. I can't complain. That's good. Yeah. Like I said, it's pretty out there. Um, Getting some really nice, um, the leaves are changing, some nice uh, foliage, beautiful colors. I like that. I get jazzed about that. The colors stimulate me, so it's great. Do you find you run like either like a little bit quicker or you're running longer because the weather's nice or because the fall's here? I do find that there's a little bit more pep in my step, mm. you know, um, when temperatures go down. And even without like even trying, you know, it just happens. It just happens. Suddenly I realize, oh, wow, she's going a little bit faster. Yeah, moving. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, have you run like, 
you do like just like five miles a day or are you doing mixing it up? What we got going mixing on? it up. I mean, this past week is, you know, more like three to five miles. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. I'm kinda in the same boat. I feel like I can go a little a little longer, a little you know, um, in this type of weather. And I probably will. I'm thinking this weekend I'll like to get out there and do maybe like an eight miler. Nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kinda a Nothing lot too, of too long. I've been doing like three to five as yeah. well. And I've had a pretty solid week myself, you know? Cool. I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. Um today was a little wonky, so we didn't get to go for a run. Um yet right um but i think like you i ran every other day so yeah got got my six days of running in um uh patrick our co-worker has um challenged me to do some you're doing some things. kind of challenge around here i'm hearing yeah, yeah so he's got this like uh he found this workout yeah that he calls the one punch man workout okay which is a apparently based on a comic book character Okay. And so the comic book character, in order to get really strong, so he could defeat evildoers in one evil punch. Evildoers and the bad guys. Yeah. And gals. In in like one punch, what yeah. he would do is he would he would run a ten k. He would do a hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, and a hundred squats Ugh. every day, until he became one punch man. Yeah. And we, Patrick and I, decided. We were gonna do the two punch man workout, which okay. is half. Hey, you know, left and right, you know? Yeah. A jab and a hook. So I'm doing 50 push ups, 50 sit ups, 50 squats, and then running. I think we decided to do five miles. Yeah. Um, and today was supposed to be the first day. <laughs> and you weren't able to get it in? You I weren't able to get the running portion in? I haven't got the running portion in, but, but I got advance. the other thing, other things in. <laughs> we just had a little issue with our generator. Yeah. Power outage. Tough storm came in yesterday Tough morning. Tough storm. Had to stay home and wait for National Grid so we couldn't go for a run. Okay. Um, hey, see, life gets in the way sometimes. It does. And, and you've got to like, deal with... Can't run on the treadmill. Right. Don't have any power. Yeah. So what, what am I going to do? So I did the other stuff. And now I'm gonna try to finagle a five mile run in somehow. I think Either we're gonna, we're gonna help you try it. We're gonna help you try to do it. Either after work or midday, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I need to get one in too, so maybe we can all like kind of work it out. Yeah, all right, cool. fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but other than that, pretty solid week. Stressful day or two because of that power outage generator issue. Um. But I'm I'm feeling good about it now. Cool. You'll get through. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. And then by the end of it, I'll be able to defeat evildoers with just two punches. With two. Amen. That's that's two punches pretty efficient. You know, you for some people it, it takes them ten punches to defeat the evildoers. Right. You give them the jab and then you give them the hook. Yeah. One, two. Yes. Um, done. Kapow. Kapow. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was nice the other day. Yes, was it yesterday? Day before. One of these days this week, I ran through the trails, man. Yeah. I've been meaning to do that. This time of year is great. Any time of year is great to get on the trails. But this time of year, it's just pretty. It is, man. Yeah. What the sights, sounds, and aromas are pretty oh, yeah. and wonderful. Well, what's funny is we did this loop in the trails with Miles, the little, yeah. the little kiddo. Yeah. 
Um, he's like one and a half now. He's done cute. And he was walking the loop. We walked this loop, and I could have sworn like it took so long that I thought it was like at least like a three mile loop. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm gonna do that three mile loop. I walked with miles. It was one point five <laughs> or something. That yeah. I was like, wow, that just took so long. But then he's got these tiny legs. Yeah. And he likes to sit and play in the dirt. Yeah. Mile and a half's a long ways to. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Um, that happens to me all the time when I'm out in the woods. I was on the woods in Lake George this past summer, and I, I thought I, I, I swore we like hiked about five or six miles. It was like two point two. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but then we got to go. We went. We did out and back, and we, we got to our destination. I was like, oh my god, we've got so far to go. My wife's like, no, it's not that far. It's not that far. Like, Come on, you should be able to handle this. <laughs> yeah, right. If you get disoriented. It is. It's tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was doing those trail runs, and that's how I kind of thought of this topic, is that, like, I, like a dummy, did not wear my trail shoes yeah. whilst I was running this loop, and I was slipping all over the place with these roots and things. Right. Um, yeah, because the trail shoe is going to give you, what's well, going to give you a really nice rugged tread. Yeah. Right? Very aggressive tread. You know, it's going to help you with traction. And, uh, but it's also, I mean, what else? It's got there's, there's there's a nice features. Yeah. Nice features going yeah, on. Yeah, so you've got your aggressive tread. Yes. Then the midsole, like this, usually it's kind of a flatter shoe, you know, a mm. little bit kind of lower heel toe offsets. You want to be on a little bit more of a stable platform. Right. Because you're going to be making a lot of like lateral moves. Yes. Um, some of the trail shoes that I like to have um, either like a like a either carbon fiber, mm -hmm. like a, some sort of plate, or just a uh, a little bit of protection. I've heard them referred to as rock plates. Rock plate, and, yeah. And that's right. You're gonna protect. You want to protect your feet um, for rock. You know, mm -hmm. from rocks, roots. Yes. Roots can be painful, or really any kind of debris. Right. You know. Um, yeah. If it like pokes up at you, you yep. don't want to feel it and jab you in the foot. So they put this rock plate in there to. Stop it. Stepped on an acorn the other day, just direct. And I was the shoe I had was really pretty compressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that hurts. So uh, you know, you you know, got a nice firm plate in there. It's gonna protect your. Absolutely. Yeah. Step on a snapping turtle. <laughs> oh jeez. Better watch play, out. You can't play through that rock plate though. Nope. You know. Can't do that. Um, and then with the midsole, usually it's a little bit firmer too. Yeah. Like you figure like a road shoe, you'll have a little bit more cushioning. Trail shoe, you don't need that as much because the surface is a little softer. Mm -hmm. So usually the durometer of the foam, which is kind of like the hardness of it, the yeah. squishiness of it, yes. is a little bit firmer than like a road shoe. Okay. Um, yeah. What if you're in a situation where you're running the road and then you can hop on a trail? See, that's tricky, you know? Yeah. Is there a shoe for that? Yeah, there's a couple. So, okay. like, we have two, I think, that work pretty well for that here at the shop. Yep. The Speed Goat from Hoka. Yes. Um, and then the Peregrine from Saucony. Okay. And both of them have enough cushioning under the foot where if you had to do a couple road miles, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be... It's not like you feel too slug. Because with some of those shoes, the, with the trail shoes, um, you can be kind of like... May feel sluggish on pavement yeah. because of the tread, right? So yeah, and also like the they tend to be a little heavier weight because yes. that aggressive outsole is that carbon rubber, and that tends to be really a little bit heavier. Yes. Um, 
And so, yeah, so those two shoes that we have are really good for, they're a little bit more versatile. So you can use them on the road, you use them on the trail. Yeah. Do whatever. Because a lot of times when I'm out there, I'm, I'll, like, I have some loops where I'll, I'm going to be on pavement, I leave my house, mm -hmm. and then I'll hop into the woods, get a little bit of woods action and trail action. And so, yeah, to have something that kind of covers, or sort of in the middle, and it's like a hybrid would be good to have, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me. You don't want to be like me and have my uh, I forget what I think it was a New Balance Prism or something. Yeah, Just great shoe, good shoe. Yeah, but for a specific <clears throat> purpose on yeah. a trail, not ideal. Yeah, right, um, right, right. Oh, and usually like the top of your trail shoe, the upper is gonna be a little bit more water resistant. Yeah, a little bit more of like a <clears throat> kind of nylon content. Okay. Just to prevent like water getting in. Um, and I think the Peregrine, I'm not sure on the Speed Goat, but they have like a little spot where you can hook up like a waterproof gator that goes on top of it. Yeah, that's a nice it's little kinda, feature. Kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. Great. Trail shoe, man. Invest if you do run on the trail sometimes. Yeah, I've got one in mind. Maybe I'll like, um, maybe pull the trigger on it today, you know? Hey, well, I don't know. Go. There's one in particular that I'm looking at and thinking about, and, you know. Which one? Um, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking about the, uh, I like the feel and the fit of the, uh, Hope the Speed Go. Yeah, it's a yeah. good shoe. Yeah. My wife has that shoe. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah. I like the way it feels, and, uh, so, I want to get out there and do some, do some, uh, do some trails. Cool, man. Do you, so let me ask you a question. Yes. A lot of folks listening probably do most of their mileage on the road, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So... What is your favorite shoe to run in on the road, and what are some characteristics of it that make it such a great shoe for that? Okay, for me, uh, we're talking make and model. Yeah, why not? All right, I, I mean, I'm a. I think it's pretty well known that I'm a. That I'm a Hoka fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, my my go-to shoe, my favorite shoe in the whole world right now is. The Clifton Seven or Clifton, mm -hmm. the whole. I mean, I've liked every series, you know, or, or every, you know, model update. Um, some more than others, but right now, I just took out on my maiden voyage, my maiden run, the Clifton Seven. I just got a pair of Clifton Six. I ran into the ground, put tons of miles on them, loved them, and um, it was hard to say goodbye, but they, they needed to go. Yeah, Clifton Seven is is my go-to, and the, what I like. Is I do most of my running on pavement. Yeah, I like for me my needs um, dictate that I need a lot of cushion, yeah. and I like the cushion in, in the Clifton Seven. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the springiness of it. There's right. a nice springiness off the ground. I like that. Uh, I love the fact that it's super lightweight. I do not like a heavy shoe. Mm -hmm. uh, it irritates me when I'm out there running and I have a shoe that's too heavy. So when I try certain shoes, if it's heavy, oh, I get a little grumpy with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I like. Cushion, I like lightweight. Gotcha. Yeah, when I'm on the road. Although, you know, and I do, I use that for most of my running. Mm -hmm. If I am going to go out and I'm sore and I'm going a little longer, I will shift up to the uh, the Bondi. Okay. Which all has right. a little bit more to it. Yeah. It's a little bit heavier, but it's still, when you consider all the cushion, it's pretty lightweight when you put it in that perspective. Yeah. So, I like that. Uh, I'm going a little longer. It is a little bit um, bigger, right? You know, yeah. I wouldn't say clunky because um, that wouldn't really be fair, but it def it's a little bit bulkier. 
Right. A little bit more shoe. Yeah. So for me, it's again, if I want to glide with them, if I want to, you know, take my time, go a little longer, I'm a little sore, Andy. See, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like even though, say, you know, I do most of my runs on the road too. Yeah. Um, there are different types of runs that I do on the road. Mm-hmm. And then I have different types of shoes that I like to wear for those runs. I feel like we are pretty lucky in that, I mean, I don't even know how many shoes I have at the moment. Yeah, I last count, um, I don't even tell you. It's embarrassing. I feel decadent. I feel, yeah. Right. I feel like, you know. Right. It's embarrassing. I feel like I should, I feel almost ashamed that I shouldn't have as many as I do, but I'm fortunate to be in a situation where I can get shoes and try them, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, so like, but what you were saying, I feel like a lot of people could benefit from if they have the means to get two pairs of shoes. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. it extends the life of both shoes. And then you have that shoe for your shorter runs, that shoe for your longer runs. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a benefit to that. I think so too. For me, if I'm to get specific, I have two shoes that I'm running in now that I feel like kind of translate to one being a longer run shoe and one being more of a lighter weight, faster, shorter run shoe. Yep. Uh, the Reebok Symmetros is a new shoe that I just got that I really like for those slower, longer, chill out runs. Yeah. Um, and then the New Balance Prism that I spoke of earlier, right. I'm a huge fan of for the shorter, I want to feel fast type of run. What do you like? About, what are the qualities about those that you really, really like? So the Symmetros, um, the midsole is a little bit thicker, so it's got a little bit more cushioning underfoot. It has a different type of material too. It's a TPU midsole as opposed to an EVA, and that TPU has a nice uh, cushion to it, but a good amount of energy return too. Like I feel like it's bouncy. Like you were talking about the Clifton, yeah, it feels a little bouncier. I feel like Symmetros is bouncy. So when I get in like deeper into the long runs, I don't feel like I'm working quite as hard. Yeah. It still feels the same as it did when I started. Yeah. Which I really like. And it's not too bouncy. Not too bouncy. You don't like too bouncy. No, I don't yeah, want don't I'm not, I don't want trampoline on my feet. Okay. You know? I got you. I got you. Um, right. but then the prism is a little bit lighter. It's definitely like firmer under the foot, so you yeah. can feel the ground a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, but it's got like a good amount of like responsiveness too, where yep. it's like, it it's feels fast. kind of a, it's very sleek. Yes. Lower profile. It's got a little bit of support. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not a ton. Not a ton. But a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, so I like those two for those specific things. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think what we should do, we should take a little break. Sure. And then maybe we talk a little bit about shoes we put on when we want to feel like real fast. Gotcha. I was thinking about that. We're back. We are back. And talking shoes. We're talking shoes, man. Different shoes for different situations. You'd think we'd be sick of talking shoes because that's all we do all day. I'm not sick of talking shoes. Dude, I could talk shoes. That's the thing. Twenty-four-seven. I think most runners really can talk about shoes. Forever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's so much to talk about, put it that way. Because there's so many different situations. 
right. so many different needs, so many different type of shoes. I think we're in a day and age where we're going through like a shoe renaissance, believe it or not, right? Where there's just, there's so, when I think back to what I was running on when I was a kid, you know, uh, there's so many different shoes out there, so many great specialty shoes. And there are just so many different midsoles that are light and, you know, cushiony and um, supportive. And then uh, the uppers on shoes are unbelievable. Light, right. breathable, and just, but stylish. And they fit well. And they fit well. It's unbelievable. And they're durable. And it's just, it's, it's pretty amazing, actually. It is. The, the, the yeah. science and the technology that goes behind the it. The knowledge. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. And the, uh, speaking of technology, yes, I feel like a lot of times, just like, say, like Tesla or something, they come out with a speedy speedster, mm -hmm. I think they call it the roadster, and then from that, all the technology trickles down into their sedans, <coughs> yes. SUVs, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, that sometimes happens with brands and footwear companies. Like you got your like Nike Vapor Fly or whatever mm -hmm. and you'll see some high tech foam in it and then it'll trickle down into like the Peg or into the Peg Turbo or into the Yeah. Um, yeah and, and into the neutral shoes and stability shoes and mm -hmm. you see different things, right? Yeah. So what are what's your favorite shoe to strap on your foot and just get after it? Okay. Um, Real fast shoe. I know you don't race all that much. No, no, no. Um, but if you were to, what would it be? Okay. Um, if you're talking about racing, like, yeah, or like a hard, hard workout. Uh, there's a there are a few. Um, for flats, I've all I've always really really loved um, New Balance fourteen hundred. Oh yeah. For me, it just it's just. You know, it's going to give me enough cushion, mm -hmm. um, and but it's lightweight mm -hmm. and it's fast. It's very responsive, and I might use that for shorter distances, like if I'm racing, a, you know, maybe a five k or ten k. Mm -hmm. uh, if I need a little more support, I like the softy fast switch, which oh, is really right. nice because yeah. it has a little bit of post there for uh, underneath the arches for a little stability. Yep. I mean, I've got flat arches, so I definitely need a little bit of that. You know, something a little more stable than most, and uh, so those two. Um, if I'm going to do, say, like a tempo workout or track workout, um, I have a Hoka Rincon, which is real nice because it's got a little less cushion on it, but it's 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 responsive enough and it's cushiony enough and it's very lightweight. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. That's fun. Fun, fun, fun. I love the 1400. want to go a little fast. 1400 is nice, That's man. That's a good shoe. And the Rincon, I think, is my favorite Hoka shoe. Like, period. Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. It's... It's a really nice shoe. Um, but I have tried the new Brooks Hyperion Elite 2. Yes, I, I've tried it too. Uh, I'm, I did a review of it. Yes. It is the fastest shoe I've ever put on my foot. Really? Yeah. And you put some fast shoes I on your feet. I put some fast shoes on my feet. And you're a fast demon, i got to tell you that right now. Yeah, you you're know. You're a speed I demon. I don't know about that, but I, uh, I really... So tell me about it. I really like the fit of it, the feel of it, the midsole under your foot is the highest quality EVA you can find on the market. Yes. And I know this because of the owner of our store mm -hmm. who works at Brooks. Yes. I think he had a hand in the shoe. A little something to do with it. A little something to do with it. Yeah, a little, yeah. Um, so 
really good, high quality EVA under the foot that's bouncy, responsive, and light. And then also it has that carbon fiber plate through the midsole yes. that acts like a lever. So when you're running at up-tempo speeds, you don't feel like you're working as hard. That carbon fiber plate like springs you forward, mm -hmm. but because it's so rigid and stiff, it also stabilizes your foot. So it doesn't, um, you don't have to work as hard when you're running. It's cheating is what it is. Exactly. I was just thinking that, you know, you've got an unfair advantage. No, you, but seriously, it, it, it really reduces the amount of work that you have to do. Right. Right. And um, it's really wild. Yeah, and I've, I've yet to put on, like, say, the Nike version, the next percent or four percent or whatever. Yeah. Um, but from what I've gathered, yeah. and I think Patty mentioned that he tried the Alpha Fly, I think is the name of it, which is like the top of the top. Yeah. And he said it's basically like putting moon shoes on, it's like springy as yeah. I'll get out. Right. The things they think of. Pretty wild, you know. It's pretty wild. So with with the Hyperion Elite, mm -hmm. how does the upper feel? It's nice. So yeah. it's lightweight upper. Yeah. It's all like one piece. It's breathable. What I really like about it, in comparison to say like a Nike shoe or something, it actually fits a little bit roomy, okay. up in the forefoot. Yes. So that's another thing that allows your foot to kind of stabilize. And you don't feel like you're squeezed in there or like gonna hang over the, the midsole. Yeah. So it's just a nice roomy fit up in the front. I did notice the heel slips a tiny bit mm -hmm. for me. So I had to kind of lace it up a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, but okay. other than that, man, it's silky smooth. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty penny though, man. Yeah. You have to sell your soul to get this shoe. You should do. Yeah. You do. Um they're actually but all of those sh shoes, you know, all of the carbon fiber plate shoes, mm -hmm. they're pretty expensive. Yeah, I think they're upwards of like 200 and something bucks. Yeah, and so they're all pretty expensive. 250. 250, okay. They're all kind of right around there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Tesla Roadster's 200 grand or whatever. Yep. You gotta pay to get that speed, baby. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. You ain't getting it for free. <laughs> there ain't no free. There ain't no free, my oh. friend. Unless you're looking for a free podcast to listen to. Yes. Don't pay for this one. No, man. I mean, you don't have to pay for this one. You don't. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. When we're on, like, Sirius XM radio, then maybe you might have to, but but you had it's a subscriber kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, a couple, couple years off, probably. Yeah, you know, we got a little time to go. Episode, well, we got to break 100, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see. Right, right. Um... But yeah, I think we gotta wrap this up. We have to wrap the sucker up. Um, it was nice talking and chatting with you about shoes. Yeah, yeah, we should do it again sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the rest of the day. Yeah, we could do the rest of the day. We'll get you a five miler in too. Oh yeah, me too. I'm gonna you try to get a five miler. Five in. spot today. Yeah, we'll work it out. Good deal. So well, I hope that was helpful for listeners yeah. to maybe get an idea of what types of shoes are out there, what's available, what type of characteristics to maybe look for for yeah. certain types of shoes. Um, if you ever have any questions, just, you know, hit us up on social. Yeah, hit us up. Um, and it is an experiment of one. So there's a lot of trying things out and just trying to figure out what works for you, what feels best, what your needs are. 
to a given situation, but it's it's an experiment of one, but it's fun. It's good to experiment and try things. It is. Yeah. And you know what you should do? Keep rocking, friends. This is good for you.